Hello, everyone. Welcome to my Two Cents Podcast. I'm Cindy Young. For many years, I've offered my personal perspective on issues impacting agriculture and rural life in a weekly column and a shorter version in a daily radio program. I pull from my experience as the daughter of farmers and a partner in farming with my husband. Along with my opinion, you'll hear a dose of humor and humility. Thanks for listening. In the past few years, several small acreages not far from our farm have changed hands. Like us, when we moved to the area 16 years ago, the new residents aren't from here. Unlike us, the new residents have little to no experience living on a farmstead. They are at least a generation or two removed from the farm. As each generation of Americans loses its connection to the farms and ranches from where most of its families came, the need to educate consumers becomes more important. It becomes more important because without a frame of reference, it becomes less of a leap to believe that America's farmers are doing all the bad things the anti-ag groups say they are doing. Junk science and falsehoods are more easily swallowed by someone who has no frame of reference to a farmer as a good steward of the land, water, air, animals, and people on the farm and in the local community. Perception is reality. The way we present ourselves, our farms, our animals, equipment, etc. could very well influence the emotional connection someone on the outside looking in has to the agricultural community. On the outskirts of many small to medium-sized towns, you'll see what I call the horse slums. Someone with a couple of acres decided they should have a horse because they, or someone in their family, has always wanted one. What the heck, they say. If we're going to have one horse, why not have two or three? After about six months, the fun of having a horse begins to wear off. There's not enough time to ride and groom a horse. The cost of feed is much higher than they thought it would be. And if they tried to sell those horses, they'd never get their money back. So the poor beasts are confined to a small, dusty lot with poor forage and no escape from the elements. The once healthy animals are little more than bags of bones. I am troubled by what I see when I drive by the horse slums, but I know there are a lot of horse owners who take really good care of their livestock. Most consumers do not have my frame of reference, so they assume all horses receive poor care. There's a lot of talk today about the origin of food. Many restaurants, food service institutions, and some individual consumers want to know more about the fruits and vegetables, milk and eggs and meat that they purchase. They want to know the livestock from which their meat was harvested were treated humanely prior to the harvest. The problem is that most people are not familiar with the terminology of farming or raising livestock, have no frame of reference, and are not altogether able to differentiate between the kitty sleeping at the foot of the bed and the 12 100-pound steer that will be butchered and yield on average 750 pounds of beef. When new neighbors move into your farm community, take the time to get to know them. Answer their questions honestly about why you do what you do on your farm. Thank you for listening to My Two Cents Podcast. Until next time, I'm Cindy Young.